Wow, this is weird. Guess who had to re-download Skype? No, you didn't. Well, I was like, we're in the same place. I don't ever need it again. And I was like, where? And I went to pull it up in my apps and it wasn't there. And I was like, oh, I deleted it. Yeah, because it's (laughs) garbage. Garbage. Like, what is this thing? App thing. It's not even like a program. It's like a, oops, (laughs) like, it's like an app. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. Hello and welcome to the Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. We're back. We're back. Woo. Wow. Yeah, it's been a it's long been a minute. time because life two months. took, yeah, two months because life months. took over. As it was, we were already kind of like just dragging. Oh, man. Life is so hard. It's real hard. Well, it's <laughs> not real hard right now, but. Well, it, we uh, didn't know that it was going to get real hard. so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> but better in some ways, but not it's, worldwide. Yeah. And oof. Uh, so, yeah. So, it's this so weird. is pandemic 2020 quarantine yeah yeah leslie and i are not in the same room even though we were we were seeing each other like right up until we're like oh we can't we're not supposed to do this anymore yeah like when the (laughs) stay at home order came yeah when the stay at home order came in we're like no and still as it is i've like brought her things and she's done things like sewed my family masks and like that kind of stuff but we are being responsible no contact no contact yeah that's what a lot of the like pizza places and stuff are saying like that's what i put in my post i'm like no contact pickup (laughs) yeah yep uh trying to stay safe everyone stay safe out there um this is where we are so yeah we're not in the same room this is just like how we used to do it (laughs) yep (laughs) because we are in the same time zone though we are that makes it easier well i was thinking like and we are in the same state this is the first time we've been three miles same yeah yeah, we're really close to each other, actually. <laughs> uh, we've been the same state, same, same time zone, different houses. <laughs> First time <laughs> ever. Uh, but this is a very conducive podcast to that, because that's how we started. I was in freaking New York yep. on my telephone when we started. You yep. know? <laughs> like, so Leslie bought me fancy little lanyard microphones. Like, th- we started from nothing, and now we're here. Now we're here <laughs> in quarantine. In quarantine. So that is a relatively good segue into our new-ish kind of um, segment, mm-hmm. Trapped at the, <laughs> the DMV with Charlene. I'm sorry I fucked <laughs> it up. I should have made you do it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> because it's not a time. It would be nice if we had a whole bunch of sugar baker moments to we share don't. and like lift people's spirits. But we don't. There are a lot of like- We're cool just at home. We're just at home. I'm trying my best to uh, watch things and, you know, only have, like, good news type of stuff. And But um, we do have things we're doing. So that's – there we go. That's where we're at. So, Leslie, what have you been doing? We've been stuck at the DMV with Charlene. Um, so my work days are down to 10 hours now, which is <sighs> 10 hours at home is much better than yes. 12 to 15 hours not at home. Plus uh, that can I- Plus that commute, man. Um, I love working from home. I hate <laughs> this whole situation that, that the way. world is in right now. 
but if someone wants to pay me a full-time salary to work from this apartment, let's talk because yeah. I could definitely do it forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is weird because everybody else is having the opposite problem. Well, uh, and if you've been in your old apartment, you may not have felt no. that way. <laughs> I was just talking to Adam about that today. I yeah. was like, I'm so glad I moved before mm-hmm. quarantine because mm-hmm. I would not want to be quarantined in my mm-hmm. old apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, leaking, yeah, I've been sewing. A lot. Yes, you uh, have. Two Leslie, what weeks have you been ago, I've been sewing uh, cotton masks for <laughs> yes, the have. Rona. Mm-hmm. So if you need one, uh, hit us up. They're seven dollars each. I can ship up to six for five dollars, and you benefit local uh, charities in North Carolina that are doing good for the people who are yep. out of work. Um, so I've been doing a lot of that. I broke a record, I think, Thursday from. 2 p.m. ish Thursday until noon on Friday. I sewed 24. It's impressive. 20 of those were for one order. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. But that was for like a whole workplace. It wasn't like one person. <laughs> so she's making um, sure that she, you know, gets all her people taken care of, but also people have been asking, but also you are yeah. like making donations. I think we mm-hmm. should maybe link the sites that you've been using for oh, yeah. like tipping and that kind of stuff too. Yeah, definitely. I've got, um, I've, uh, amassed an arsenal and please share with us if you have like really good like local organizations where you're at mm-hmm. that are doing good in your community please tell yeah. us about that too we'd be more than happy to share that yeah with especially you know, on like twitter you tweet us because I, I will just retweet them so easy yes <laughs> so easy boom because yeah. the world is garbage but there are a ton of people doing a lot of good right now so we want to support that yeah yeah so yeah mostly just uh working my ass off sewing um I've watched, I read a lot of mm-hmm. like a lot of audio books because mm-hmm. that's, that was my speed before quarantine. I haven't read a whole lot of print books. Um, yeah. Books of note include dot, 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 um, <laughs> all, the, all the things we do in the dark by Sandra Mitchell. It's Sandra Mitchell. Sorry, Sandra. Um, it's a, it's very dark. Um, trigger warnings. <laughs> well, yeah. Sexual assault of oh, a minor. God. Um, oh no. Yeah. But like, it's, it's kind of like a healing journey and the, the spoilers, the author said that, um, like she would never use rape as a plot device. This is about her, the sexual assault that she experienced when she was young. So she took that and turned it into a work of fiction and like a work of healing, um, for her because she would never just like use it for plot, which really resonated with me. Cause I'm really fucking tired of people doing that. Oh yeah. Um, me too. So that book is really good. Uh, The Companions by Katie M. Flynn is um, sci-fi, but like the not-too-distant future where um, much like what's happening outside, a a plague, I think, kind of decimated a lot of the Earth. And so people made these uh, like human-like robots to be companions for rich people who could afford them. And they've gone through several iterations. And so this is a story of one of those companions and how, like, she's more than just a robot. And she's, like, like sentient and has feelings, which is weird because they're not supposed to do that. And so it just, like, follows her over, like, years and years. And that was really cool. Uh, Hood Feminism by Nikki Kendall hmm. um, is amazing. It's, it's really cool. It's about, I mean, it's obviously about feminism and, like... Um, like black feminism and it just 
it really like shifted my perspective on some things because you know like i'm a white girl Mm -hmm. in case y'all didn't know in Mm -hmm. case you were not aware Mm -hmm. i'm a white girl which brings certain privileges and certain like mindsets and points of view and things like that Mm -hmm. and so even though you know i try i'm obviously never going to have the full understanding of certain things but this really like forced me to kind of shift my perspective a little bit Mm -hmm. think about things that i've never thought about before and like you know gave me some context so that was really good well, yeah, that's one thing about I as what I learned about womanist as I was taught by a womanist scholar uh, in grad school, and that I was like, "What is womanist? What is that? Why is it different?" And then people were like, "Well, because like particularly first wave feminism did not include anyone that wasn't white, because they're like, look, we yep. gotta take care of us first." And I was like, huh, "I'm not." Once I understood that, I was like, "Oh, that's some bullshit." No, all yeah, take care of all. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. No. Um, so wow, go good for you. And on on theme of this episode too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, two more. Here for it by our Eric Thomas. You may have seen his writing on the internet. He's very funny. Um, it's like his memoir, and I just it I just like five stars. <laughs> five stars. <laughs> That's all I would say. Five star restaurant. He's amazing. <laughs> this book is amazing. If you can listen to the audiobook because he reads it and it's really cool to hear someone tell their story, especially someone who's really funny tell their own story. Oh, I love um, it. And then the graphic novel comic series Skyward. Um, I don't know if there are more than three. I ILO'd the first three and then the pandemic happened. So I've no comics until forever. Yeah. So, but it's really good. It's about uh, gravity, just like going away all of a sudden one day oh i don't like and then it's like jeez we're opposite people (laughs) (laughs) it's terrifying (laughs) and it's like 20 years later and this girl has like just been raised in that and like her dad's terrified because he remembers before and he was involved in a lot of the science behind it and Hmm. it's really fun i haven't really been watching a lot of movies you haven't been okay what have i watched since february Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Oh. That's it. That's all I'm talking about. Uh, Just that movie until I die. It's so good. It's so good. Wait, it's did we Hulu. not? Oh, we didn't Go tape the it. day that we went to see it. We just were like lived our lives that day. Yeah. That was the weekend. Oh, right. The first weekend in March or yeah. the second weekend in March. I don't know. I got bad at dates there for a couple of yeah. weeks. It's so good. It's on Hulu. Just yeah, watch it's on it. Hulu. Um, get some it. good if you drink like wine or eat gooey cheese or crispy bread or anything like that. Like just get it. Have a night of it. T- turn off the lights. Like just get <laughs> into it because they are just sitting gazing at each other for like seventy percent of the movie, and it and is, it's the greatest thing I've ever whoa. seen in my life. It's so good. Um, it's so good. Yeah. And we we'll see how we saw it in the theater together. And we're just like, <laughs> I tried to type it into, <laughs> I tried to type into our notes for this episode, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. And I just typed in type? Portrait of Portrait. <laughs> portrait of Portrait. That's all you need to know. God. Um, it's just, uh, it's but one that's of those. All, like whenever I talk about it with somebody, like all I can say is like, it's so good. Yeah. Like, I was telling one of my coworkers about it, and um, they said that they had planned to take their girlfriend, mm-hmm. but this was, like, right before all this stuff happened, so I don't know if they ever got to see it, and, like, 
I'll see them on Facebook, like post or whatever, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, I wonder if they ever got to see it. Oh my god! <laughs> like every time, and I mean to ask them. And I, I, just keep t- I would, I would challenge any lesbian, particularly, to not like it. Um, yeah, <laughs> for sure. But then also just women, because it is like 99% women on the screen, and it is all different relationships, like yep. lovers, friends, mother, daughter, sisters. Uh women you've never met before but you need for medical reasons like well that's not true <laughs> that's they haven't met before is not the reason well not what i meant to say but you know like it's all it's just like women women relationships is very involved it is in french so there's that is a little bit ableist that we have to say there are subtitles i'm sure you can also yep. get it dubbed um but um yeah i it's love so it. good it's so good all right, yeah. I'm done. I'm sorry. Oh, are you? No, it's beautiful. It's I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to have you send me all those books titles because I did not catch them. <laughs> but okay. um, awesome. yeah, that is pretty exciting. And it's been it's been two months, Leslie. So it's been two months. I've read uh, over a hundred books so far this year. So I oh feel my. like I pared it down pretty well. Shush! And it's only April. Yep. <laughs> I had to double check with myself that it was April. I was like, yes, my friend's birthday was last week, so it is April. Uh wow okay I haven't done very much I have been rewatching slash in some cases watching for the first time the Marvel mo- universe in order like chronological order Lauren's been doing that too <laughs> well oh really like your yeah niece? with mm-hmm. yeah they've been showing her all <clears throat> of them gosh that puts in perspective how much older she is now <laughs> yep. like, oh she's actually can watch Marvel. Yeah. Please, yep. Sorry, oh. please continue. Oh no, it's great. Um because my brother and I play this like Marvel Heroes game and they go through them. Um is it the first or the second? I don't remember this two. There are two of them. And so the it, the one that we're playing right now is very very well done and they literally, they take like dialogue from the movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like in some cases they have like Colby Smolders like definitely recorded some new stuff and um I don't know who else may have recorded new stuff for the game, but because um, Agent Hill is like your like buddy who like talks you through things, but like de- they yes. took shots from like a lot of the movies. I think the fir- huh. I don't know how far it goes. I remember I th- there's like maybe it's the first Avengers, and they go through they go through like Iron Man three, and then Ultron, and is that it? I don't know how far they go up to. And I think they go up to maybe Guardians of the Galaxy. Maybe. No, I don't know. Because Ultron's after that. I have no idea. See, I'm really confused. So I have one of those lists that's like, watch it in chronological order. Because it didn't really come out in chronological order. Because Iron Man was the first that came out. Mm-hmm. And then, but technically, Captain America is before that. You know, in theory, well, up until, you know, to an extent. Yeah, he's definitely before it until he... I won't spot spoilers for what happens at the end. Uh, and then um and then also Captain Marvel comes before Iron Man as well. So that's what I'm doing is watching them in chronological order because it's so involved and I've only read comics of some of the characters, not all the characters. So I was like, ah, just do that. And there are mainly on like Disney Plus. There are some that are like on I think like Netflix still or other things. So it makes it easy. So I've been doing that. But uh, I'm enjoying it. Yesterday I did three. I did Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and um, 
Avengers, Ultron, and Ant Man. Oh, that was the thing. I was going to stop. That's impressive. Uh, I know it felt like a very. That's the thing. Quarantine. You can just do like three Marvels in a day, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like not your whole day. You might have done other stuff that day. Uh, yeah, I was going to just stop for the night, and then I saw the next one was Ant Man. I was like, oh, I need a palate cleanser. Because there is a death in Ultron that makes me really sad every time. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like, I'm like, ah, that was not necessary. Freaking Whedon, that's the problem. Uh, <laughs> that's the problem. Always glad that he got off after that one. Because I do not like anything. Which I don't know if I don't know if this if our audience would care, but I despise Joss Whedon. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I had to like eventually. I was at uh comic con the year that it was like the fireflies something anniversary maybe 10th or something like that anniversary and all my friends were like oh my god we're gonna stand in line forever and do all these things and i I had to just be gentle about it be like no i'm not like the biggest fan of joss whedon (laughs) i don't really like some of the stuff he does he seems very emotionally manipulative and um people think say that he like writes really strong female characters i'm like eh does he i don't know it seems weird. He seems like one of those like nice guys kind of thing. Like I'm not like other guys. <laughs> I wrote Buffy the Vampire Slayer like that kind. Of, he just don't. I just don't trust him. Uh, and so now I can finally be like, I hate him. <laughs> not him personally. He's fine. But like, I do not enjoy the way that he does things. Is what I can say now. I just had to be gentle about it because I was very outnumbered that year <laughs> by people mm-hmm. who really enjoy like anything he does and thought he was a genius. And I think actually some of those friends have kind of come back around they're like i like i like buffy or like angel or like firefly but i don't necessarily think it's because he's amazing or something like that you know anyway that became a whole tangent uh Mm -hmm. marvel um i have like you and i have been really trying to use all of our combined forces for (laughs) like (laughs) the entertainment of things of you find it all i just have some of the access because i've lived in like la and stuff um yeah using like hoopla and like you know so i've been listening to audiobooks too as well i've been listening to mary if poppins your library today. has hoopla and you're oh, not please. using it um you better use that shit sorry oh, i thought you were gonna say give it to us no i don't know <laughs> well like, i'll no. take it if you don't Just want it, it but Leslie, like if you're not using it, it you should be and well because i'm sorry because leslie was, was like you've got no because leslie was like you've got like 15 in a month 15 use. i know i told her i, I talked like, about that at one of our staff meetings for my stop internship it, really? i was like yeah hoopla's the best i was like and yeah. la has 15 a month yeah yeah um so i'll have to sneakily renew my e uh card in september or before it is up in september i'm gonna have to help my old roommate have hook me up (laughs) or they can respond to your email um or they could respond to my email i'll give you money yeah because i told her i was like just save me like three or something like that i can't get to that many but um you can yes you can (laughs) ravenous a weirdo well but i can watch three marvels in a day so we just are very different people <laughs> in the it's, same we complement each type other yeah um so listening to a lot of e things but nothing that i've really just sat and like finished except for uh abby Creighton reading a jerry hill which is always a good combo it's for the me best um yeah i can do that some good lesbians there and then speaking of on theme and then uh um, I have also been really, really loving as like a balm 
kind of <laughs> for when I need it for when I'm just feeling like down on these things because uh, I'm quarantined with my family that I haven't lived with in like 10 years <laughs> so this is like a weird situation <laughs> we're doing actually amazingly well for us but um it is a weird and also like I yeah I haven't lived with them I've lived with people that were so involved with you for so long I've had roommates who don't care <laughs> for the last few years for like four years since I lived with you basically and um so a good bomb has been the Bon Appetit YouTube channel I particularly yes. love I particularly love Brad Leone, um, Leone, It's Alive, and Claire Saffitz, uh Gourmet Makes. Those have been my favorites. And then I really love uh, whenever Chris Morocco like shows up. <laughs> Those have been so good. Because some of them are only like seven minutes or 12 minutes or something like that. And then other ones can be like half an hour if you want it to be. So that has been really fun for me as well as I've been on like YouTube a lot as well as um uh critical role I started their second year campaign which some of my friends were so excited about I am not I do not have the type of creativity that would make me that is conducive to like uh Dungeons and Dragons or role play games at all I just am not I can't I'm a creative in that I have an art degree and art there degree. you go but um that's not I'm not I'm that type of creative where I can take something and appreciate it as art I cannot make up things I do not enjoy writing I do not enjoy like I'm not good at like that kind of creativity (laughs) so um my balance is that I really like watching Critical Role I was not writing any of those down I'll have to write them down uh, all the awesome. things to say <laughs> so that's that's what we've been doing we'll have some more stuff for y'all next week share with us what you've been doing while you're stuck in the dmv with charlene you know kind of <laughs> spread the news of good things to watch or yes please you know that kind of stuff i mean i've been cleaning too and i've been doing a lot of like since like i said i haven't lived in this i've not lived in this house very much at all um but um i haven't lived here for 10 years i've been like doing i've been fixing things <laughs> and doing <laughs> stuff because i'm not great at sitting still i will i'm better about it that since i can't really do stuff but then i'll after after like two days i'm like all right i gotta be really active today i'm not i'm not that type of person um leslie should we get to the episode yeah what did we watch this week okay so this week we watched season six episode 18 scene from a mall and by the way i was like that's familiar right it is it's got to be a nod towards uh Ing, um ingmar ingmar i almost want to say ingrid every time ingmar <laughs> bergman's scenes for marriage the like 1973 right. film i was like what is that like which i haven't seen but it's a criterion have you seen it i have not see it's a criterion i may have to there are like thousands of those i cannot watch those there's a lot anything because someone after i did all the afi where people are like do the criteria and i was like no <laughs> i can't also so many also i like how you grossed out by how many but also like there's, there's some so... real bummer of a movies <laughs> like on there yep. it would be really hard afi is hard enough um so and of course afi has been like changed since then so i'll have to like watch more movies or something <laughs> but that's fine whatever um so same from a mall first aired february 24th 1992 they took like a three-week break by the way which is funny to me oh. because it was february 3rd was our last episode and then this is hmm. february 24th so i found that interesting because february is a weird time to take a break 
yeah. Uh, yeah. So Julia, sorry, let's say this again. TV Guide. <laughs> TV Guide reads: Julia takes a stand. Surprise, surprise. When Anthony no is way. accosted by mall cops for window shopping near a jewelry store. Uh, it coasts, it says Patrick Mickler. I don't know who that is. I'm going to assume nope. that's probably the man, the manager guy of the mall. I guess so. Like the, <clears throat> um, because they do the head uh, of security or whatever. Uh, right, right, right. Yeah. Because they do have, uh, the mall cop is Daniel Henning and then the cop cops, spoilers the are, cop yeah, the office, wait, officers are John Huffman and Scott Hawksby. That's a cool name. It's H-O-X. That is a cool name. B-Y. So that is what TV Guide reads, and I, yeah, <laughs> I knew we were going to get into it, so. What an Leslie. episode. Yeah, what happened? So many things. Um, so we start at Sugar Bakers, as per usual. Yeah. Um, and Carlene's like, there's this, there's this statistic that 58% of American men would rather sleep with Betty Rubble oh, than Wilma Flintstone. Yeah. Which is... A very Carlene conversation to have mm-hmm, and a perfectly mm-hmm. reasonable way to start this episode. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's weird, but I can see it. Like, Betty's so bubbly and vivacious and sweet, and Wilma's kind of a nag. Mm-hmm. You know, she and that, that bun she wears Betty. is just way too severe for her bone structure. Jeez. And she asked Julia who she'd rather sleep with, and for a second I thought she was going to say Betty or Wilma. <laughs> because that was a statistic which would have been a better question um mm-hmm. but she says fred or barney and julia Leslie, says i don't know carlene hold on what? which one are you gonna sleep with neither they're ah! cartoon characters none of them oh my okay Go they're ahead. cartoon characters wow Ju- julia played this game at least you're like nah i know i just nah. i know you're allison they're, they're not real do um do you would you sleep with any of them just betty just betty maybe just betty uh, Fred was not nice, but I do like a big tall dude. So <laughs> <laughs> Barney was much more fun. Uh oh oh, but also Fred was Dan Aykroyd in the like film version. So yes, please. oh that was Zia. Not not Dan Aykroyd. Sorry, John Goodman. I'm so sorry. Oh, I like no. Dan Aykroyd too. I do like him, but no, John Goodman is like I love John Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I had to go there. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So <laughs> Julia says, Julia. I don't know, Carlene. I've never thought about it. And Carlene's like, well, think about it. And she's like, well, I wouldn't care to think about it. And just do it. And she just like keeps pestering her. And so she mm-hmm. says, okay, well, you know, if I have to say something, you know, I guess I'll say Fred. And Carlene immediately goes, ew. <laughs> Fred, I couldn't make no, that choice. John it Goodman. makes me squeamish. He's John Goodman. He doesn't even wear pants. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. And Allison comes up and she says, I can't believe that you're thinking about the sexuality of cartoon characters. Get a grip. They're two dimensional. And Carlene's like, well, gosh, Allison, so are you. I was Just waiting. Like, that straight was straight ass face. Oop. <laughs> it was so good. amazing. Mm-hmm. And then Mary Jo comes in and she says that congratulations are in order because she just got out of a traffic ticket that she was totally guilty of because she flirted with a cop. Hilarious. And they're like, what happened? And she's like, oh, you know, I just like betted my eyelashes. And I was like, I'm so sorry, officer. I was so wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, and I tossed my hair back in that Brett girl kind of way. And it my worked. mom talks about that all the time. Whenever I get my hair What is hair a cut, Brett girl? It was like a shampoo. I think. Oh. 
okay. yeah i think it was a shampoo that makes sense like that was like of that hair. time period and my mom talks about it because whenever like my hair was done it was like it real fluffy and like i would just be flapping all over the place and she's like you're like a brick girl she always said i had good hair when i was younger <laughs> and i was like who i think it's a shampoo i'm so glad your mom knew what that was because yeah. i've never heard of that yeah um and Allison says, just as I suspected, Mary J, Mary, Mary J, <laughs> MJ Mary J. is what I Mary use like, when talking about her in my uh, notes. Uh, Mary Jo, yes. you always tout the feminist party line, but inside you're just a bimbo wow. yearning to be free. Wow. Hey, let's not judge anyone. That is any ladies too much. For any reason. Yeah. Shall we? Unless it's putting down other ladies, Allison. Yeah, um, exactly. And Julia says there's nothing wrong with putting on a little bit of Southern charm, especially if it's going to help you and avoid a trip to uh, help you avoid a trip to the pokey. Mm-mm. And Allison's like, don't talk to me about Southern charm. I certainly haven't been the recipient of any of it. <laughs> You're the worst. That's why. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're horrible. And then Julia points out that they haven't kicked her behind out on the street yet. I think that's pretty darn charming. Well, that was so funny to me. That was funny to me. That was funny to me. Sorry. <laughs> what just happened? Fury does that sometimes oh, on the read. Yes, like something yes. happens or Crystal says something. He's like, that mm-hmm. was funny to me. That was funny to me. And I actually like sing it that way in my normal life now. Um, oh, how wonderful. It's great. Uh, so Bernice and Anthony come in <laughs> and she oh, no. is a mess. Oh, no. like, oh God, Bernice. Her hat is askew. Her is coat happening? is half on. She's carrying some like beat up bag. Like her hat is everything, but like it's just yeah. Cute. Oh god, her she's been having some outfits in this season. It's great. Spoilers. That's my favorite outfit. This episode. Oh, good. Um, so I talk about it at the end, but uh, yeah. And Julia like walks up and she's trying to straighten her clothing, and she's like, "Bernice, like what? What happened to you?" And she's like, "Are you messing with me, lady? <laughs> Are you messing with me?" Because <laughs> like, no. getting ready to fight Julia. She's not. And Anthony's like, Julia, you better back off. Like, um, And he's like, Bernice, nobody is messing with you. Just mm-hmm. sit down and let me explain what happened. And Julia asks what triggered all of this. And apparently there was an altercation at the mall. And mm-hmm. no good story has ever begun with Uh-oh. that phrase. Um, so Bernice needed some new dainties and <laughs> things. And obviously Anthony felt very uncomfortable being there. In that store, in that section with all those things. Yeah. So he went to the store next door and was just window shopping. And Bernice says, when I came out of my, with my tummy controlled panty girdle, I saw mm-hmm. these two hunky looking guys standing over Anthony's prostate lying on the uh, ground. That got me. I was like, is what now? <laughs> me too. And he's like, Bernice, I was prostrate. Yeah. And he picks the story back up and he says, you know, she thought I was in the new candid camera and wanted to meet Dom DeLuise. Which I did um, not know he did it. I did not either. That <laughs> makes me want to look that up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they said that they were detaining a possible jewelry thief and that jewelry thief was Anthony. Mm-hmm. And Bernice says, that's when I hit them. <laughs> I love her so much. And Mary Jo says, I hope she hit a mall like, with cop? the girdle. <laughs> I know that would have been so much better. And uh, Mary Jo's like, you, you hit a mall cop. And mm-hmm. Bernice says just a couple of times in the face mm-hmm. with my purse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love her delivery. That line. Oh, she's so um, and Julie wants to know why. There's a big pause they... in between each one. Yeah. It was yeah. very dramatic. <laughs> it was hilarious. And Julie wants to know why they suspected that Anthony was a jewelry thief. Um, 
And he says that the owner of the store thought that he like was spending too much time just browsing and that he was casing the joint. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's because I was black. Mm-hmm. And Allison's like, are you sure that you're telling the whole story? Like there must be, there must've been extenuating circumstances. Like there's no of reason he just Allison like says that thought you were going to rob him. And Anthony's like, yes, Allison. And in this case, extenuating is spelled B L A C K. Love it. And, um, <clears throat> this like, so at this point I'm like, Hmm, this is very interesting because the B story from a few minutes ago yeah. is how a white woman actually did something wrong out of something, yeah. and flirted to get out of it. But mm-hmm. a black man did nothing wrong nothing. and was basically like tried and convicted by these mall cops yep. on the spot. I was really impressed of that uh kind of awareness there yeah and then like also that the it made me think too that they were doing this because he was with bernice so like what would have happened if a white woman hadn't come out and like started beating up mall cops Mm -hmm. good point good point um well he would have never been there without that white woman but like that's not the point but still yeah (laughs) yeah he may have been shopping Um, for something we don't know we don't know yeah. He would not. He probably wouldn't have been in the store there. next to the, the yeah. ladies' things. Yeah, you're right. Um, you're right. And Julia says an incident is spelled S T U P I D. Mm-hmm. And then Bernie says, "I love it. You people can stop spelling. I know every dirty word there is." So fun. She does. I believe her. She's, she's on fire this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, "What are you gonna do?" And Anthony's like, "Not like don't. I've already called the Leave NAACP it. and the Better Business Bureau. Like it's fine." And Julia's like, well, what are they going to do? And he's like, they're going to get back to me. And Julia, like, really wants to do something right mm-hmm. now. And Look, I understand Allison, it. Because when you're upset that something yeah. happens, inaction feels really bad. Yeah. But this isn't her fight. So right. just going to say that There's now. That. I'm going to say it once. And there we go. <laughs> and then it, it will become very evident later. Yeah. Why? Um, you support people. You don't fight the fight. Well, you can fight the fight for people who can't, maybe. Who cannot fight. But yeah. you support people in, in their choices, too. You know? Right. You don't make it. Because then it, co- it becomes about you, eventually, is yeah. my point. Yes. And so, Allison continues to take up for the shop owner. Says that he's oh probably God. just protecting can't his deal. business. And let's face it, Anthony can be frightening. Yeah. And she's like, do you have any idea what it's like to wake up with him standing at the foot of your bed wearing your shower cap and a brandishing a spatula? And he's like... Allison, does that scare you? And she says, yes. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. He says, good. Good. And then Bernice says, what we should do is get some of the burly men who work in the cafeteria at Leisureland and just go trash the joint. Mm -hmm. And she says, I'm head up and ready to rumble. I'm a mother (laughs) hen and Anthony, you are my chick. And when you're picking on my chick, you're picking on the wrong side of me. I've never heard that expression before. I like it. I do too. And Carlin's like, ooh, Bernice, that's good. Can I use that in a song? Oh, no. Bernice says, I've heard you play deer, and I'd have to say, no way. <laughs> wow, rude. But she's and, accurate. Yeah, and Mary Jo says, Anthony, you know, excuse me for being naive, but, like, how could something like this happen to someone like you? Hmm. And Anthony's like, Mary Jo, this happens to me all the time. It mm-hmm. just usually happens on a much smaller scale. Mm-hmm. He says, I was stopped by a pimply-faced mall cop. On the intelligence scale, they're like guppies. When you give guys like that a little bit of power in a uniform, they just lose control. Mm-hmm. They're ignorant, but it's not illegal. And then Carlene says, wouldn't it be something if it was? We could just go down to that jewelry store, dial 911, and they'd show up and say, 
ignorance police, sir, I'm afraid we're going to have to run you in for being stupid. Mm-hmm. And Julia says, that cheesy. sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Julia's like, that sounds nice, but they couldn't build enough jail cells. And she's like, yeah. all right, I'm good. She's found like eight organizations. She lists them all very quickly. I did not write them down. Um, oh, but okay. she's like, we need to call blah, 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 yeah. blah. We got to get a jump on this. The point is she has already amassed like eight people that she wants to do something and call and talk to right now. Mm-hmm. And Anthony's like, look, you know, I know you're ready to go on a speed dialing frenzy, but this happened to me yeah. and I want you all to just stay out of it. Yep. This could have been the end of the episode. It wasn't. No. Um, he says, if you'll excuse me, I have to go over. Here's another name, name count, weird ass Southern name count. I have to go over to Barissa Branham's. Oh yeah. And take down some Victorian lamps. I love it. Mary Jo's like, we just installed those last week. And Anthony says, well, apparently the tassels are scaring her dachshund. He's like, doesn't this just put things into perspective? Like, here we are all worried about discrimination when there are innocent wiener dogs out there being harassed by lamps. I mean, dachshunds, I have met some really skittish dachshunds and it cracks me up to think of that. (laughs) (laughs) It would be, there would be afraid of a, like a tassel looking at them the wrong way. And so Anthony leaves, and then, of course, Julia really thinks they ought to do something about oh, this. Allison continues to take up from the shop owner, and like, seeing things from his perspective. Um, mistakes like this happen every day, and it's not always racially motivated. And then mm. she proceeds to prove exactly how it is always racially motivated. Yeah. Um, she says one time when she was in New York, she was in the elevator of her building, and this big scary guy who just happened to be black mm-hmm. got on the elevator, and then I got off because I was uncomfortable. But I was considerate enough to yell at him before the doors closed. It's not because you're black. It's because you're scary. <laughs> Allison. It's so dumb. The worst. Yeah. And then Mary Jo just like deadpans looking at her ignorance police. I'm afraid we're going to have to run you in for being stupid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we cut to the mall. Um, Julia would like to speak with the director of security. And there's this, you know, 16 year old kid in a uniform. Love it. He's like, well, what do you want? He's kind of busy. And Bernice immediately without oh, missing no. a beat says, don't give us any lip doughboy. What's your badge number? Wow. And Julia immediately gets the ladies to move Bernice, and she's like, look, we're kind of busy, too. Will you please just tell him that Julia Sugarbaker and Associates are here to see him? And Allison's like, look, I'm only here to protect our reputation. Mm -hmm. Let's not drag the firm into this. Like, Mm -hmm. keep it light. Keep it perky. Keep it light. Keep it tight. I knew go say it. I knew it. (laughs) And Julia says, look. I did not march in the face of Bull Connor and his police dogs so that some slack-jawed teenage rent-a-cops could work out their Clint Eastwood fantasies on Anthony. There wow. is so much in that sentence. Wow. That's like a Gilmore Girls sentence. Like, you have to know yeah. five different people to get That's, that. Yeah. You you got to know some things. Mm-hmm. And she says, but rest assured, I'll keep it light and perky. Mm-hmm. And the dude comes out. He's not real impressive. He's just like some some dude. Ugh, I and, hate him. Uh, same julie explains the situation and bernice says i saw the whole thing and somebody here owes me a panty girdle and he's like look i'm an old navy man and the mall is my ship what a dick i run a tight ship your friend was a barnacle so we scraped him off you shouldn't be allowed to say things like that about customers to anyone no um 
And Julia <laughs> fires right back. Well, apparently you've broken loose from your moorings, Skipper. Oh, wow. And Mary Jo very calmly, very demurely says, you know, sir, we feel that an apology is in order for what happened. And we came to make sure that he gets one. And he's like, well, I'd be more than happy to apologize if we did something wrong. But, <gasps> they, you know, they did what they were supposed to do. Oh, God. And he's like, you know how it is. You have to keep a, keep an eye on those kinds of people. But what do you mean you people? Remember? What do you mean you people? <laughs> Stupid. You people. Yeah, exactly. I don't break character till the DVD commentary. Um, <laughs> God. And then <laughs> Mary Jo says, those kinds of people. Mm-hmm. What do you mean those kinds of people? Mm-hmm. Could you mean barnacles? And the guy's like, that's right. Barnacles. Oh, I hate that. that. Barnacles. Worst. I should. All creatures are beautiful, but barnacles kind of creep me out. A little scary. <laughs> so, so, so I'm, I really don't mainly like that. because when they make like ghost movies about the ocean, they're growing on people's faces. Oh, have you noticed that? Whoa. Like the ghosts and like oh, no. Davy Jones and stuff. Like there's oh, barnacles. No, on their okay, faces. you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I take a sip of water. That's uh, that's probably why they're par- partially why they're creepy. Yeah, um, gotcha. I don't think it that's implies, it for like, me because I haven't thought about it. But it just it grows out that they're like on whales. Like yeah. these things on, and like, like get off of me. Yeah, and then on like neglected ships, they're just like you literally have to scrape them off. Like yeah. it's kind of creepy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. And then Julia says, like, let the service notice that you now have lost five customers from the small. And, Mar- and Carlene comes up and says, Julia shop never here. shopped here before. Yeah. Oh, I get it. It's for impact, right? Mm-hmm. Keep going. Mm-hmm. And Julia says, we're going to go home, we're going to call five of our friends, and then they're going to call five of their friends, and before long, excuse me, there will be no one left on this sinking ship, mm-hmm. but you and your uniformed rats, matey. Love she it. said matey. Yeah, she did. I love it. He started um, the stupid sea captain shit. Yeah. So that's what he got. Analogy. Mm-hmm. And then Allison says, excuse me, I'm not really with these people. In the most oh, Delta voice ever. Oh, God. <laughs> Always out for number one, that speaking of Speaking of these people. Yeah. <laughs> not with these people. Mm-hmm. And Julia says, Allison, thank you for having the solidarity of a bowl mm-hmm. of Jello. That's a good line. I liked it a lot. Yeah. It, like, it works on several levels. Mm-hmm. Um, Julia starts getting worked up, as she does. Surprise. like, I will have you forcibly removed. And she says, by whom? Your mm-hmm. gang of slack-jawed teenage mutants? I don't think so. And then he's like, call the police. And so they call the police. Sorry. Uh-oh. I did not have a nap today. Um, <laughs> we're taping through nap time. Taping through nap time. And Mary Jo says, let's not do this. I really don't want to be arrested today. I wore ratty underwear, and mm-hmm. I don't want to be strip-searched. And Carlene's like, also, like, they're trying to calm her down with all of this. Mm-hmm. Carlene's like, and just think, like, if we leave now, we can start calling those five people. Heck, the day's young. We could call 10 or 15 people. Mm-hmm. And Julia's like, anyone who wants to can join me. I'm staging a sit-in. And she sits down on the floor. Escalated so Very quickly. quickly. And Mary Jo's like, well, you know what they say. Two's a couple. Three's a movement. And she mm-hmm. sits down. And Bernice is like, right on, sister. And then she asks the kid for a chair. It. And then chair. because she's too old to sit in the floor. And so, so he smart. brings her one. And then she's like, thank you. Now kiss off, pig. Oh, God, I love her. <laughs> like, Bernice, Carly- she gets too much, like, real quick. But, like, when she's just enough, but, it's, par- it's, like, it's, it's perfect. It's amazing. 
And then Carlene says it's her first official sit-in. What do I do? And Mary just like, sit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and Carlene's like, am I doing it right? Oh, girl. And uh, she starts, she's like, I could start a cheer. That's my strength. And she starts doing like this pat-a-cake type cheer. Yeah, weird. Um, and they're like, Carlene, stop. <laughs> just stop it. And then Allison says, well, I hope you're all satisfied. The police are here. And Julia tells them to link arms. If they touch you, go limp. If they drag you, go out <laughs> singing. Like this, this escalated. It's a lot of dr- over dramatics going on here. Yeah. And Carlene's like, man, you got this down pat. Oh, we're not really going to get arrested, are we? Julia's like, it's a possibility, Carlene. And Carlene's like, oh, no, it might go on my permanent record. And Mary Jo's like, oh, sorry. Oh, no. Here we go again. Sorry. <laughs> and Mary Jo's like, nobody has a permanent record after high school. And Carlene's like, why didn't anybody tell me at graduation? I love it. And she says, maybe you were absent that day. Oh, my God. And she's like, you mean all this time I could have been being bad? Mm-hmm. And then the policeman, the policeman starts talking to them. And Carlene's like, you're going to have to drag us out of here, copper. That's the only way you're going to get my butt out of here. I'm I, bad. I'm bad. I'm real bad. Carlene's good at leaning into it. She Always. really is. You can trust her for that. 110%. Yeah. And then some journalist comes in and asks Allison what the story is. And she's like, well, these women I don't know are doing <laughs> something I don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. And then the police starts listing off like disorderly conduct and trespassing. Oh no, right. we're not going to make it, oh, guys. Man. This is it. We have, have set off a chain reaction here. Yeah, apparently. And Allison says to Mary Jo, hey, Brett girl, better start tossing that hair if you don't want to be just another big house bimbo. Oh my God. Julia tells them to start singing. They start singing. Dude is reporting on the story. Bernice starts singing Black Man. Julia screaming that... at everybody to go limp. Like, it's chaos. Chaos. In this little office. And then, so hopefully that took to a commercial. So everybody had like a minute to collect themselves mm-hmm. from this craziness. So back at Sugar Bakers, um, Julia is apologizing to Anthony. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I can't ever have just one. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Julia is apologizing to Anthony <laughs> and says, like, she didn't think it would escalate this quickly or escalate like this. And yeah. Anthony's like, Julia... What were you thinking? When have you ever yeah, taken up you a were cause doing it. Yeah. that did not escalate? You just like, he's like, you just all go too far. Mm-hmm. And Allison says, excuse me. Just like her trying to imitate Suzanne. Um, I didn't go too far. It, did, yeah. it sounded like that. Um, yeah. In the midst of their extremist harangues, I maintained a middle of the road position. And Julia responds with something that I think we should all put in our pockets and carry around for when someone says that we're too extremist or we're too far leftist or we want to do too much or we're all a bunch of communists or socialists. Okay. She says, the only thing you're likely to find in the middle of the road is a yellow streak and some dead possums. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So good. There's a gif. Fear not. Yeah. need to add it to your repertoire. Yeah. There's a gif. Okay. Sorry. And Carlene says, I'm here to tell you that, excuse me, I'm free. I've had it. I'm a free woman. Permanent record. Ha, what a crock. I'm a ride a motorcycle without a helmet. I'm a rent me a Ricky Mickey Rourke movie. I'm a French kiss the boy on the first date. 
I have a row with scissors in my hands and Julie's. I love a Mickey up. Rourke movie. Shut up. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, what? I didn't and, know. Uh, Bernice says, I think we should all thank Mary Jo for keeping us out of jail. And she says, I merely smiled pleasantly. I was as surprised as everyone else when they let us go. Mm-hmm. And Bernice says, oh, sure. You know, I never pegged you for a uniform freak. <laughs> that got me. I was like, <laughs> Bernice, I, stop it. Stop. Uh, the news is on, and they show, of course, they show Anthony's mugshot from when he was arrested before. I he mean, was in fro prison. and everything, yeah, yeah, big old fro. And they're like the, you know, Anthony Bouvier, former convict who served time for a convenience store robbery, mm-hmm. and he's like, I can't watch this anymore. And Bernice just says, I really dig your big hair. Oh my god! And he's Bernice. upset, and he's like, I told you this would happen. Like, they didn't say Anthony Bouvier, partner and law student. Mm-hmm. They said Anthony Bouvier, ex-convict. Mm-hmm. So little old blue-haired ladies all over Atlanta are saying, well, he got what he deserved. Mm-hmm. And he's like, y'all just don't understand what it's like to be a black man. Nope. And Bernice, Bernice, she says, oh, I oh, think no. I do. I, that was, I... <laughs> Bernice. <laughs> Stop. And this next part, I gift, and I'm going to post it on oh. Tumblr, like, with the caption, like, when some of us whites, you know, try to be allies, oh, dear. We, come out, we come out sounding like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does she, she say? She says, I've seen Roots twice, and I really enjoy the theme from Shaft. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what an absolute mess. Oh, oh, and Anthony says, thank you for that, Bernice. Uh, Julia wants to call her attorney. And she's like, look, this is all my fault. I'm the one who ran down there like some hot to trot Joan Baez and ignited this brush mm-hmm. fire. Mm-hmm. And Anthony's like, nope, you've done enough. And he leaves. Yeah, just stop. Yeah. And then later, Julia's sitting there reading the paper and Anthony kind of comes, you know, sulking in. And she's like, I tried to call you a dozen times last night. And he's like, yeah, I know. I spent the night at a friend's house. I just couldn't face it. And she's like, well, you're going to want to face this. And she starts reading the story. And it says, um, Mr. Bouvier lives with a white woman. (laughs) (laughs) They lease their home from a woman who left the country under mysterious circumstances. Yep. Neighbors have reported several domestic disturbances since the two took up residences. And Anthony says, it's bad enough they bring up my record, but it's too much when they insinuate I'm Allison's paramour. That's just ugly. Oh, my. And Julia asks if he's going to stand up for himself or if she's going to have to go to the press herself. Oh, my. And Anthony's like, look, when are you going to stop fighting my battles for me? I loved this. Sorry, go ahead. Yes. No, you're good. This whole thing is is gold. He says, it makes me feel like you don't trust me to handle my own problems. And that hurts. Mm -hmm. Uh, White white savior syndrome. Um, Well, and I've also kind of said this about people like that's Yeah, that's why you don't fight the fight for people. You just support them. You know, unless they can't fight for themselves, then you can. Uh, But also, I've said this with people who really think that, like, worrying about someone means you care about them and love them. I'm like, no, I find it very demeaning Mm -hmm. Uh, myself. It just makes me think that, like, you think I can't do things (laughs) or that I'm reckless or whatever. So, yeah, it's there's certain ways of of caring for other people that can be the way that they accept it as well as the way that you want to show it, you know? So she yeah. was doing too much. It became about her. She's doing too much. Yeah. As usual. Yeah. Terminator. Ter- yeah. And she says, the last thing I'd ever do is hurt you. And he says, you know, you have a really big heart, but you don't know what it's like to be me. 
mm-hmm. when I'm walking down the street and women clutch their purse oh. or people walk their lock their car when you walk by and he's like, yeah. you know, I joke about it and like, you know, how can anyone possibly be afraid of someone as lovable as me? But it really hurts. Yeah. And Julia says he right is now, lovable. Those people, we love he him. He is. He's the best. Yeah. And Julia says right now those people are thinking of you as a black ex-con and not about who you really are. Mm-hmm. You have to let them know who that man inside is. Hmm. And he's like, but which which one do I show them? Do I show them the Anthony Bouvier who discusses settees with Atlanta's elite or like the homeboy from the neighborhood who's just like hanging out? And he's like, how about the, and he puts his hands up, officer, I don't have any weapons on my person, Anthony. Please don't hurt me. Mm-hmm. He's like, I have to be all of these Anthonys, and it still doesn't satisfy everyone. Wow. He's like, I'm always just going to be the boogeyman coming in from the woods. Yeah. And Julia says, she apologizes, and she says that she got carried away with the injustice and forgot about him. And that is Exactly. The whole point. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's the whole point. And she asks if he can forgive her. And he's like, of course I do. I'm just really glad that, like, you know, you understand. And she she says, now can we go to the TV station? Yeah. And it's like joking. But, you know, but she really wants to do it. She wants to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean, we pale face? Uh, that <laughs> and then they have got me. Because that's from the Lone Ranger in Tonto, right? I guess. I, I know, think I, I have to look that. it up. I think that. I feel like Tonto called the Lone Ranger pale face, but I think that's just actually just a, you know, what they call white people anyway. But specifically, I was thinking like, there's someone, oh no, oh no, I think he calls him Kimasabi. Shit, I have to look it up. But I guess just pale face is what they called white people, but specifically like, like indigenous, like Native American, like characters will like very specifically do it too. Anyway, I just look like an idiot. (laughs) I liked it. And then we cut to later, and Carlene's got this leather jacket on. She's like, do you like my new hood jacket? That's, Look. That's <laughs> this old Don't say that. Girl. Um, she's like, I got it at the thrift store. And she's like, I thought it would go well with my new freedom, and I owe mm-hmm. it all to you, Mary Jo. And I also give this of, like, her rolling her eyes. And she's oh. like, I don't want to be held responsible for you embarking on a life of crime, Carlene. Mm-hmm. And she's like, look what I got. And she's got a packet of cigarettes. And she's like, you know, slapping them against her yeah, hand. Yeah. Do. Um, and she's like, look what I got. Non-filtered. Which I'm not. Oh, I guess you do. I was like, I'm not sure if you do that even when it's not filtered. Because it'll I just come know. out one end. <laughs> yeah. I never smoked a cigarette. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and Julia's like, do you know what I got here? And Carlin's like, what? And Julia says, your permanent record. I'm reinstating it right now. It. Yeah. And Carlin just like sits down and shuts mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Allison says that she gave them a statement as well, especially, you know, like on their domestic situation. Um, and she hopes oh that Anthony God. clears all of this up because oh she overheard a woman in the pastry shop this morning refer to our house as a sugar shack. Love it. Is that what then, is that what that song's about? I have no idea. Might be. <laughs> you know the Sugar Shack song? Sugar? I do know that song. That's hard to say. Sugar Sack? <laughs> Shit. You know the song. I can't say it. <laughs> it may have a double meaning. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so they cut to the news, and Anthony is giving a statement about, like, who he was before and who he is now. Mm-hmm. And he talks about being a partner in Sugar Bakers and a law student. And he's like, look, I don't have time to case jewelry stores. And he says that my grandmother always said, I am blessed with good health and good sense and good nature. 
I'm also blessed with good friends who love me enough to make fools of themselves demonstrating at Green Tree Mall yesterday. He said, because I was poor and black, I was convicted of a crime I didn't commit. And he says, and I would also like to address the comments about my domestic situation. <laughs> he says, Allison, thank you for sticking by me, Pinky. I love yes. you forever, baby. Yes. <laughs> and then Allison so proud screams of and credits. So good. I mean, I liked that. I mean, that's this. That's very in line of the times and the show that they, you know, he talked about it. You can tr- you can sometimes trust Anthony to Anthony or Julia usually to be like the ones who like give you the little speech about what's yeah. happening, you know, or whatever. So I really like what he said there. He was, I think it was genuine. Um, and then also just to have a little like goof at the end, especially at Allison's expense, is always great. Yep. Um, I liked it. So you had you did have a, a favorite outfit because you've already mentioned it. I did. It's, it's Bernice's first outfit. Uh-huh. Um, when she comes in all disheveled, she has like a pillbox hat that is like crooked to the front, mm-hmm. like over one eye <laughs> when she yeah. comes in. She's, has she's something got happened. like, her, yeah, her pearl earrings and her pearl necklace and like this shiny gold um, blouse. With, I'm sorry, there's really weird noise outside my apartment. Um, oh, no. It sounds like a kazoo, but like on a grander scale. Oh, I hope that's not it might be. Car. They need to get that checked out. Oh no! Um, and then she has on like a like a blazer over top of it that's like gold and brown check print, and then she has on like a black coat over top of that. But like, so the coat is almost at her elbow, and the blazer <laughs> is like hanging off of her shoulder, and she has like this green bag that you know supposedly has her purchases in it. It looks like it came from the Dollar Tree. Mm-hmm. Um, no judgment. I buy bags from the Dollar Tree all the time, but like, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like they've been shopping in like a high end store. Uh-huh. And she's just a mess. And wow, like Leslie, a, what like a, a snob! Skirt. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> You're not snob ever. <laughs> uh, I go to the Dollar Tree regularly. Yeah, but like for the the types of fancy undergarments she was buying. Yeah, it's definitely not like a Victoria's Secret bag or anything. No, no. Um, and then like on the other side, like the blazer and the coat are still like completely on. So it's just like hanging off of her on one side. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Did you have a favorite outfit? I did. I liked, um, I think we have kind of, I guess, bookends of the (laughs) episode. (laughs) I really liked Carlene's like bad girl outfit. Yes. I like that (laughs) coat. The coat was actually kind of cool. I couldn't see what was was going on. The sleeves, there was like something going on there. I think my friend ended up getting this leather jacket that I really love. I don't know if she ended up buying it or not. It had like embroidered like roses on it, but it was like a leather jacket. It was so cool. And I think my friend ended up getting it eventually because I was like, you need this. And like, yes, I think I had thought about it, but it was really expensive. <laughs> so I was like, no, no, I don't mm. want it. But like, it kind of made me think of that. And then she had, love it. She had her shirt tucked into her black jeans. Oh, yes. of the time period. It's <laughs> so good. Um, so I loved, and that it's just, and the whole look that she was just being ridiculous was hilarious to me. Clearly Charlene's sister, you know? Yes. <laughs> Clearly. Absolutely. Oh, me. Um, wow. I guess that's our freaking episode, huh, Leslie? Episode. Wow. That's pretty exciting. We've done it. We're we did it. Back and we did it. Yes. Um, 
Leslie, where can people find us if they want to actually, you know, interact with us during the I pandemic? Know. We're all, please talk to us during the pandemic. Um, <laughs> my preferred method of communication is anything other than in person or on the telephone. So like, you know, I'm, I'm thriving in this communication Good. of Zoom and tweets and instant like, messaging. You're so still okay please. with like videoing because people are so uh, into like video chatting right now. And I've learned fine. that that is not my favorite form of communication. I'm like, oh, God. I mean, it's not the greatest, but if like I'd rather do that than talk to someone in person. OK, well, that's the thing. Like people I yeah, people that I don't even like talk to on the phone, like let's video chat. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay oh, <that's> <laughs> i do I make do faces that's probably why it's probably why the yeah. faces but um, it's funny because there are people like in my immediate department that we have like our little departmental meetings who like will not be on camera and so they just like it's oh. just their name and they're talking and they can see you oh but you can't see them. Like, yeah it's, okay it's 15 minutes like what okay there's four of us. It's not like we're in a full staff meeting of like 300 people and it doesn't matter. Like there's four of us. You wow. Just turn your video on. Wow. Um, All right. I love so it. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was a tangent. No, it's great. The point is talk to us. Send us yeah. things. Tell yeah. us what you're doing, what you're yeah. watching, reading, listening to, consuming, I guess, yeah. or just like doing. Yeah. In quarantine. We've got a great Send us little pet com- pictures. Yeah, we've got a great community of listeners. So I think that just supporting each other right now is really a good yeah. thing if we can do that. I will say when I was still working and all of the important people were already working from home, uh-huh. I made a post on Facebook and I was like, morale is low. Please send pet pictures. And my friends yeah. did not disappoint. It was, I still like, will go back and scroll through that post if I'm Oh, so I did not catch it. I'll go check it send out. Send your pet. Yeah, you should look at them. Everybody's got cute pets. Oh. But in order, you need to know where to do these things. You can find us, um, <laughs> our Podbean site, uh, and iTunes is the girls who came to Sugar Bakers. That's our official thing. Mm-hmm. But we are Sugar Baker Girls pretty much everywhere else, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. Going to try to get our Tumblr caught up in this isolation. I have hey. posts. They just have not been scheduled. So I'm going to try to do that this week. Oh, look at you. Um, if you like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us reach other listeners. Yeah. And speaking of listeners, thanks for your faces and your ears. Yes. Thank you. You guys are great. Love it. Yeah. Please be safe out there. Take care of yourself. Take care of your people. Yeah. Take care of the world by not doing foolish things. By staying at home. Just stay home, please. If you don't <laughs> live with someone, don't be more like closer than six feet away from them. Yeah. Don't have cookouts and be three uh, inches away from people. Hmm. Sounds like staring, uh, staring out the window right now. Yeah, exactly. Sounds exactly. They what also don't know at. about headphones. When we first started taping, I was like, oh, oh I'm sorry. It's going to be some weird ambient noise. That man doesn't know he can get headphones. He doesn't know. It's unfortunate. It's 2020. He can get headphones. He Let can get know. headphones. They'll bring them to you. Oh, yeah, that's true. They're cheap. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we'll be back in your headphones soon. yeah oh good one yes Thanks. i'm proud of that yeah <laughs> we will be back in headphones soon <laughs> all right bye my buddy there's some oh my hold on hold on No, that won't work. (laughs) Wasn't there? I was trying to think on theme.
hold on. I was kind of thinking on theme from the show. If there's like something about, oh my god, hold on. I've got. <laughs> 